really haven't done this in a minute. Welcome to the lovely important nonsense podcast. It's your boy Matt. Almost stuttered on my own shit. Spelling. That's how long it's been since I've done this. And let's begin. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I am back in the flesh. This is not digital. You know what I'm saying? This is well, it is digital. This is not a hologram. I'm actually here. I, I got out of bed and I said, you know what? Joe, it's time to come back. Joe said, get the fuck out of here. I already set up the camera. I, I knew it. You had divine intuition. What's going on, everybody? I've been away for a while. I know you missed me. I've been on a little um sabbatical, you know, trying to get my life together, trying to get other people's like lives together. Time. Yeah, this is, is my second time back, right? No, but this is legit. My, I'm back. <laughs> no, legit, I'm back on this one, all right? Uh, we got interviews. We got people coming in. It's going to be it's gonna be lit. We got a lot of stuff that we get trying to um, get, get going. I got to talk to Joe because apparently I found some fucking news out about him. So now we got to speak. <laughs> so what's going on, people? Um, a lot of stuff to discuss. Uh, I have finally got me a Samsung watch. And I'm at 5,775 steps because I ain't really do nothing today. All right. Uh, and if you don't know, uh, if you haven't listened to some of my um, audio stuff, you know, this is a big fucking deal for me because I had to actually get a go get the stupid watch and be prepared to lose the money because I don't buy anything in like like I don't do good on payments. You know what I'm saying? Like if it goes like, oh, oh, you got to make payments for five months or some shit. I hate that shit. I'd rather just give you all of it and forget about it. I'm a set it and forget it type of person. You know, when that when that infomercial came out when I was a kid and he put that little rotisserie in that big ass thing. I don't know if you ever seen that big ass oven. That shit's big. I actually had one. They're like this fucking big and they heavy as shit. And he used to put the big ass rotisserie in it and said, set it. And forget it. Didn't tell you that it made your house smoky. That's besides the point, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, that's me, man. I, I, I was so excited when that commercial came on. I was so excited. I said, yo, that's my lifestyle. Set it and forget it. So I'd rather just give you all the money on one shot and then call it, my, call it a day. Am I getting better at the payment stuff? I am, but whatever. You know, guys. Um, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I guess we'll go through the the. I did love you guys for a long time, but we're gonna go through all the um, current events. We'll go through all the bad stuff that had happened since I've been gone, and then we'll go through the good stuff. Now we'll just talk about that one bad thing. What was the, we got a whole bunch of list of crap. We had the subway shooting, right? That happened in New York where some asshole did some asshole thing and got his hope he get his asshole ripped up because what the subway shooting. I didn't dig too much into it. I seen I seen the guy. Yeah, he was a YouTuber? The shooting guy was a YouTuber? Oh, shit. So, he was... Okay. So, oh, you know, it's always that guy. It's always the YouTuber that gets online. He goes, man, the world is going to fucking fry, man, and we got to do something. And you were like, oh, he's one bullet. He's always the... He's, the, he's always the guy. He's one. And I... I seen that he was a he was a brown skin brother, he was brown skin, he was a black man. I didn't I didn't I like that was the part that caught me. I was perplexed. He was he was racist. He was super racist. Oh, so he was like he was he was into segregation and stuff like that. Okay, 
Well, yeah, I mean, you expect that. He's he's crazy, right? So, <laughs> so he's crazy. So if he's crazy, he's probably going to be into like crazy ideologies and all that type of stuff like that. Look, at the end of the day, everybody's going to end up turning gray in a hundred years. The, every the human form is going to be gray. Yeah, every and then you know what? And I say this all the time. You guys are still going to be arguing about. Still want to be segregated. Someone's not going to be gray enough. All right, someone's gonna be grayer than gray, and then they'll be like, "Well, them grayer grays can't touch us light grays." Cause like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, it's gonna it doesn't matter. It's always gonna be some racist. <sighs> it's stupid. It's stupid. Let's mix babies, yo. Mix babies are cute anyway. You know what I'm saying? I suffer it. My babies, my babies, Charlotte, and they delicioso looking. Pauls, I just love my kids a lot. That's it. Um, yeah, so some, the crazy guy shot somebody in the subway. They got his ass. I'm happy they got him. Um, uh, we don't need that type of energy. But I found out, like, New York, like, New York's been going crazy in the subway. Like, is it a thing now? Like, like I remember when I was younger, of course, we always worried about crazy people on the subways in New York. But it was never, like, to the point, like, now I got to worry about somebody pushing me onto the tracks. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, like, of course, you, I always kept my back to the pole because I'm paranoid. All the time. Doesn't matter where I'm at. But I always kept my back to the pole. Or, But now you got to worry about... Oh, and then there was that one guy who just hit that lady for no reason. There was that he, She was sitting down in a seat. He was sitting across from her. He got up and just started swinging. I don't know what's going on in the water in New York. It must be all the rats taking a shit in the water or something that's fucking with people's brain cells. But they need to figure this shit out. This is crazy, yo. It probably... You know, I don't want to give people excuses, but definitely you got to say, like, the prices of things, stress, are making people go nuts. And it's just a testament to show how fragile the human brain is. Huh? Music. What's wrong with music, yo? Music ain't making the brain go nothing, yo. We drill around here. All right, we, we, play, we play drill music. <laughs> we, we drill music, dogs. We Huh? What that music is making people um people more kids more violent? I could say okay. Conversation is music making people uh, making children violent. Yes, music is very influential to the development of a person, especially in a community that is have less resources than other um communities. Music is almost a gateway for. Uh, Okay, sorry, it's a client. Uh, music is also a gateway or escape, so they could get a lot of ideas and stuff like that from there. I, I, um, I could say that music can mess with a child's development, but also, I mean, like the environment that the child's in also could also is a huge testament. Which one is bit? Which one of the evils is better? Which one of the evils tip the scale more is kind of up to debate. Is it the environment and this kid recognizes that in the music is the same environment that he sees outside and that's and that creates oh that I have to be like this to be successful. That could be a possibility. Or, you know, or is his environment influ influencing him to be a certain way? It's just he's just it's just the music is just um it's kind of like uh, what do you call it, mirroring the way that the um, mirroring that the, the the feeling of this kid anyway. So the environment is gonna mess him up anyway. I don't know. 
I don't know what's what's smart, you know? Like, because at the same time, there's some kid in Colorado who decided to come to school with his gun. Like, was it was it the music or was it the fact that he was being bullied and stuff? I don't know. The environment probably changed the way he thought. This is it's a great up to discussion. The problem is it's just it's be hard to answer. You'll have to like interview millions of children. Um, like who's gonna do all that? You know, I mean kids don't even know how to wipe their ass half the time to even be able to express their their feelings or to be te- to be able to tell you how they actually feel. Do you know your frontal lobe isn't um fully developed until you're in like especially boys, what is like twenty three, twenty four? Your frontal lobe, your frontal lobe isn't even fully developed yet. They say you shouldn't even fuck with your head until your full frontal lobe is fully developed. Women's a little bit early. What? Oh, around twenty three, twenty four for guys. Uh, around uh, for women, it was supposed to be around like nineteen to twenty one, something like that, I believe. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, um, I remember, yeah, because we had like a, um, back then when we felt like we were more independent, we have almost an ego at that point. Yeah. We were more ego ish. But once you get older and the ego is getting stripped away from you by life and and everything else, you start to realize, oh, maybe I was as I was more dumb than I actually thought I was. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? Uh, okay, so the weed conversation. So how old do I believe people should wait till they start smoking weed? I honestly believe if it's not a medical situation, if it's not a medical situation, it should be 21 and older. It has to be. Because you need to allow the, the gray matter in your brain to develop some way before you start messing with your cognitive functions, right? I mean, like, if you're, like, take smoking CBDs, maybe if you're, like, a, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know how much of a how much intake you could take before you start messing with the with the chemical makeup of your brain. You know what I'm saying? Because anything, I don't care what it is, it could be uh, it could be a pill. If it messes with your brain before your brain is fully developed, then it's probably not good. You know, because are you really becoming the true person, your true self, or have you been altered because of a of a substance? I honestly, that's just what I felt. I honestly didn't really start getting into weed until like I was twenty six, twenty five, twenty seven, almost. I was I had my like second kid by that time, almost my second kid. That's when I started really. Before that, I was really almost against weed. Like um, most of the, I, I smoked twice before that, but before no no that's the lie I smoked five times before that, which was like three times was with my brother right and I was like already twenty four or something like that and then like two times before that that was like one time when I was like I don't think I think I was like sixteen and I didn't like it and then the one time when I was like nineteen and it, like. I remember my first time smoking because I always say that the room always tur- the room turns sideways on me, and I was walking like this to the bathroom, 
You know what I mean? Because I thought the room went like this. But I, I could have also been crossed because I was drinking too. So, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I drank a little, little bit young. Yeah, I drank young. Yeah. But again, I don't think you should drink. Same thing. You shouldn't be drinking young because you don't have a strong ass liver either. Well, your liver ain't fully developed. It ain't, ain't strong enough. But people drink young. What you gonna do? I don't know. It's, I'm, a, I'm from a West Indian family, so like you know, they give you like a beer here and there or whatever. You could, I was uh, I was drinking like, I was yeah, I was drinking like fourteen something. But I wasn't like again anything that made me feel out of control. I was not with it. Like I always had this self, this thing about having strong willpower, and anything that took away my willpower, and, and uh, I didn't like to, I didn't want to be part of. So drinking was not. They also I had a lot of people around me that were like drinkers and stuff, and I was like, I was just like, oh, that's what that making you do is like stupid. I don't want to do that. And if that's the way you need to have fun, I don't. Wanna, I definitely don't want to participate. So. Drinking took a while before me. I asked, for me, I actually started getting like drunk, but I did start drinking until teenagers. When I became like a, a older teen, I was like, I had the, I was drinking. I ain't gonna lie, I was for locals and all types of crazy shit. Like I was drunk like every other weekend or some shit like that. But um, yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't really a huge substance guy. You know, there's this one day I realized mm, your boy's in pain, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to take any freaking Percocets or anything like that that's going to make me high and uh, and then I'm going to want... Because I also, I know when I like something, like, I never go half-ass on anything, even when I drink now. I don't even drink, but what if I'm going to drink? We're going to drink. We're going to drink. <laughs> like, I guess we we finishing the bottle today, right? Because we're going to drink. And I don't... And I've never also been drunk drunk, like, been to the point that I can't get nowhere. Like, I've been drunk tough, but I've never been drunk drunk, like, didn't remember the next day type of shit. You know what I'm saying? We being legal is super interesting. It takes away, you know, I could say one thing. Because I, I, if guys don't know, it's been a while. I work at a dispensary now. I know. Only Matthew could figure out a way to make a hobby into money. Right? <laughs> Only me could figure out a way to do something as a hobby and make it money. Huh? Think about that for a second. I'm gonna talk my shit in a minute, but I'm gonna talk to um. um but we being legal is, is 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 interesting because it does take away a lot of stigma that it was kind of like this thing. Yo, when I say the people that are coming out of the darkness is insane, yo. We're packed all the time, all the time, bro. There's a, there's other weed spots you can go to all the time. I mean, mothers, fathers. Teachers, I shouldn't even say physicians. Okay, <laughs> we're talking like officers, people who like. Oh man, I used to hide in my basement. You know, I just, sometimes I can't even get through the. You know, I, I like well, I was just like, one, what does one guy tell me? I guess I, I can't say who he is. Okay, I'm not gonna say what he does. He's 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 in he's in um he's in he's in um he's in emergency services. Okay, so. And um, he tells me, he goes like, yo, he said we'd save this marriage one day because he said his wife was pissing him off. Like, everything was pissing him off. And he was, like, having, like, a whole PTSD thing. He was ready to shut it all down. He went into the basement and started blowing it down in the basement. He just said, I don't know. I went into my pocket. I remember my friend gave me something. He said, I looked at it. It was grass. He said, okay, I remember how to roll. I rolled. I smoked it. 
He's I love my family again. <laughs> I started rolling. He said, I love them again, yo. And I was like, maybe I was going a little overboard. And I started realizing, oh, I think I might have some mental issues going on, son. He was like, and I went and got help. He was like, I went and got help. Did I stop smoking weed? No, I haven't stopped smoking weed since. <laughs> but, you know, of course, you got to control yourself. You know what I mean? Especially in your emergency services. Do it on your own time. Not. During um hours, I would hate to have a cop pop up on me and find out he high. I'm be straight up with you. I like, like I'm cool that we able to serve cops after hours, but don't be high when you pull me over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or maybe be high. I don't know. Like if you're pulling me over, maybe be high. But if you're just like on the beat chilling and shit, like you know what I'm saying, like somebody getting jumped over there, don't be high, bro. <laughs> just be normal. Go handle that situation. That's your job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want my firefighter high as hell outside looking at the fire like, yo, that shit look crazy, bro. That shit look crazy. Now, motherfucker, go up in there, bitch. Just a fucking cat in the window. Throw his ass down this fucking thing. Like, this is your job, bro. No. No, no. It's like, it's like, okay. If I have a business that I want to be the person, you want to be in control. You know what I mean? And I don't care how, oh, I smoke every day. You don't understand. I'm an active. Yes, we, yes. If you've seen this show before, you know I'm an active fucking smoker. We ain't got to talk about it. Uh, you already know I could function very well and run a fucking business. High shit. Here's the thing, though. Is it smart? Not all the time. <laughs> it's not all the time smart. Sometimes you do need to question the things that are about to come out your mouth because you're making a fucking giant ass deal. You shouldn't be walking into a spot looking like you don't give a shit and smelling like you don't give a shit either. You know what I'm saying? That's all I say. I always smell like a little bit of cannabis for men, right? It's like, but I mean, like, that's just, they'd be like, yo, you, they, they smell me. They'd be like, you know, there's a little something there, but it's not. It smells like it's part with it smells like it's part of your body. I'm like, I know. I know it's called cannabis for me. I'm bottling up. When I sweat, it feels like uh it's when I sweat it's like rainbows and unicorns when I touch your skin. But we being legal is pretty cool. I'm all right with it. Um it I smell a lot more. I tell you that much. I sell and you know the cool thing about being in a place that do sell weed, you start to understand weed a lot more. I know garbage from a mile away now like it's so crazy like i thought i had a good nose no i know exactly what you're smoking from a block away <laughs> and i'm not even gassing it right now i know what you smoke bro i know what you smoke and i know what's in it you know what i'm saying this is how serious is getting levels now see i was out here see before you guys were here you're like oh thc content is 100 i'm at fucking Fucking here when I'm talking about linen pools and fucking terpenes and shit. All right, I'm here, bro. What's up? Yeah, well, we know exactly how um, everything comes in, so everything's third party tested from a lab. Uh, that's the best thing about going to a dispensary, is that everything's tested first, and they give you the test. Um, they give you the testing numbers and when it was clipped and all that stuff. Well, that's how New Jersey's doing it right now. Um, right, um, there should be nothing coming through a dispensary that's laced with anything because that means the company that was making it cut 
so many corners and they're halfway bankrupt or something like that for them to even decide hey let's go on the black market buy some fucking thousands of pounds of fentanyl and put a little bit of this product inside of it yeah well, i mean like yeah you know that's it right away yeah you, it's it's just, there's a the, i could we'll talk about it but yeah it's a there's a way of noticing but most of the time most of the time if you're getting your stuff from a well uh, a dispensary anyway you're not you don't have to really worry about fentanyls and stuff like that because there's insurances now that covers that like let me get sick and i've only been smoking your stuff guess where we're going right i'm saying we'll shut down this whole fucking facility and we're gonna and i'm gonna need some money you know i mean it's gonna get crazy you know um but uh yeah there's insurances it's backed by fda it's a lot of a lot of checks and balances and the last thing a dispensary wants to do is get in trouble for the stuff that they are selling because as fast as they have their license is as fast as they go like they want you to do something stupid like they really want you to do something dumb like like the feds are watching all the time <laughs> right i always tell people i was like it makes no sense like i remember on my interview day um the guy interviewed me he said he said listen if it's you that hard up i got you We'll figure out a way of getting you something. Don't you come up with this bitch daily. They watching all the time. And they want you to do something so they can shut us down. Also, you get questions like, can you get arrested for, for smoking around cops and stuff? And the answer is yes. Yes, you still get arrested for smoking around cops. Here's the question. Would you drink beer in open can outside in front of a police officer? Would you do that? No. Do that with weed. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is, okay? You wouldn't drink beer in front of a police officer's face or alcohol. You won't smoke weed in his face either. Just be respectful about it. We're all trying to keep you. We're all trying to. Um, this is a victory, okay? This is a big W, especially for the state. And uh, it, we're, I think we, we have a lot of money that's going to be coming through i think the first day or two was like 1.9 million or something like that on the first like day or something like that all right guys i just got a great message my daughter just told me there's one national championships in florida y'all can suck it i told you my daughter was the best daddy's proud of you i love you girl um so we're back to what we was talking about before right we're talking about uh no we're, we're done with fucking weed we're, okay so for after after that, I spent some time as a bartender, all right? I was working at a bone alley, and I was telling people before, if you think there's no money in, like, bone alleys, you're crazy, okay? There's money there. You just got to be able to you gotta be able to get it. And you know what I did? Uh, I, had to, I, I had to end up leaving the uh, cardio kickboxing because uh, I had to get my shit together, and uh, I went to the bone alley, the bone alley. They helped me. I mean, yo, when I, they came through on a clutch, yo. When I say, man, they came through on a clutch, like, your boy was like, oh, I was nervous, boy. I didn't know what I was going to do for a little bit. And then they hit me with the, yo, when can you start work? I was like, yo, I'm coming in tomorrow. Y'all just get the paperwork together. And it was like, all right, come in tomorrow. We'll just, back. I was like, I just pulled up, boom, boom. I just took over. I just took over. I started running the whole bar. Unfortunately, I had to leave very recently because the dispensary offered me better benefits and stuff like that, and they offered me more. And I don't just tell me personally, 
if I'm not going to be competing or doing any challenges, I don't want to be out. I, I was getting out at like three in the morning, four in the morning, and then get then going straight to to work again at the dispensary, doing some part times. I was doing part time hours. I was doing like eighteen hours, twenty hours a day. Just at work, you know what I mean? Wasn't really seeing the family. I had to kind of make them. I made them a promise before I went in. I said, hey, guys, let me do two months, two, two and a half months. And I promise I'll drop one of the jobs. And, and you know, I'm, one of these jobs are going to come through. I'm telling you, it's going to come through. And I dropped one of the jobs and I'll be at home more. And that's what I did. So when the opportunity came and I was and I was burning out, I was burning out. And don't get me wrong, bartending is fun. You know, it's the party scene. You're, you're up at night. You get to talk to people. Everybody loves the drinks. You know, I'm pretty good bar. I'm a pretty good mixologist, believe it or not. Look at this face. Really good at a lot of shit. So but I'm really <laughs> So it, it didn't take me. It, didn't, it wasn't hard for me to get back into the flow of things. You know what I mean? But again, three in the morning, getting up, training the client taking my kids to school, going back to work, getting off of work, going to work. Then, you know what I mean? I wasn't seeing my family. You know, it was just, it just, I burnt out. I got tired. I got to a point, I even, I sent, I just sent the manager a text message. I was just like, I'm be honest with you. I just can't even fulfill my obligations anymore. I was like, this is, it's been tough. I've been going through my head back and forth. I waited till, for them to get another bartender. I've trained their other bartenders. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. And if they're not, it doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, you owe nobody shit. You know, a lot of jobs will make you feel like, yo, you have to like get, yo, you got to give us this two weeks. And I know like you don't want to destroy your reputation with a place and you don't want to like shit where you eat. I'm not sure what you eat. Like you don't want to destroy your reputation because it might carry on to another place. Whatever, I get what I'm saying. But at the same time, it's kind of selfish for a place to tell you to hold on to them when you're pretty much done. You know what I mean? It's like being with a person that you know it's over, right? And then they're like, well, well, stay with me for a little bit until I get my life together. Like, how about no? You know, I'm I'm miserable. I'm miserable. I'm miserable. My heart, my health was getting in the problem. I was like, no, I'm done with this shit. I was getting, I'm getting, I was getting out of shape. You know what I mean? I just got back to this weight, yo. And this is not even my full form yet. You know what I'm saying? This is just my first form. So when I, when I turn into a Super Saiyan in like three weeks, y'all going to be mad. Um, yeah, man. But like, yeah, I had to get out of there for, uh, it, was, it was fun though. I'm not going to lie. Bartender was fun. I made a lot of money. When everybody walked in there, it was like, I don't, I'm only, I don't, I, I, I didn't make no money today. Yeah, I made like a hundred dollars. I came up in that bitch and I, I never walked up a hundred dollars. You mean I never walked out of that bitch with less than um, or less than three hundred dollars in my pocket? Are you out your mind? I'm fucking good at this, bro. Like, you can't hustle. See, a lot of people don't know how to hustle. If you're gonna be doing a fast paced job like that, get your hustle skills together. Know how to talk to people. Know how to communicate. Sometimes people just want to um want somebody to listen to their bullshit. You know what I mean? I mean, just know how to communicate with them, yo. Final understanding, you know. I could talk to like a group room full of people in like ten seconds. You just got another. Hey, yo, what's up? Ah, that's funny right there. But but you know, it's gotta. You just got to communicate with people. Twenty dollars tips, twenty dollars tip, fifty dollars tips, hundred dollars tips. I was like, yo, what do you mean? Y'all only getting fucking walking out of here with fifty bucks in your pocket? Aren't y'all goddamn mind? I'm not coming to work 
if I'm only making fifty dollars at the bar. I mean, straight up, be honest with you, it, 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 that's gas. What am I gonna do with that? It's gas money now. No, I need to make a few hundred dollars in my pocket. I was walking out there, and then they still had to pay me my hourly rate. Plus, they had to pay me the tip money from all the parties that I did in the events. So I was caking every week. That's fine, but at the end of the day, my family's more important. And you have to make those sacrifices. I don't, I mean, it was nice. It was fun. There's a lot of money in there, but yeah, I got to go, bro. Got to go. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, my bartending life, that was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. I can give you guys, I have so much stories that I'm going to be bringing up on this motherfucker. I have so many stories. Yeah, I got every week. I got another story for you guys. I think like seven things happened in one day before. It was just like, <sighs> I can't wait till I get on the mic and tell these people this crazy shit. Like and you know one fun uh, one thing one of my friends was asking me they was like yo you know when I met you I didn't you know we heard just we heard stories like they listened to the shows and shit like that they're like yo I heard stories about and it was like it's no way right this guy gotta be lying because I just talked to him and then you'd be like I then I hang out with you for the day and realize this shit really does happen <laughs> I be having crazy shit happen all the time and I'd be like yo honestly I'm just numb to me it's not crazy and so I think about it later I'd be like oh that was kind of funny that's kind of nuts so that's hilarious you know what I mean um like like my what I was telling like the whole cop story with the me getting pulled over and smoking with the cop before it was legal or the um or the bank robber girls, or, or shit, um, shit, uh, earlier today, this lady was trying to dance with me in Marshalls, in Marshalls, I don't know, it was just a regular day, I just, this is fucking Sunday, I just got out of church, I got the fucking Marshalls, I was looking for some pants, and all of a sudden, boom, she was like, she was dancing around, and she started dancing, I was like, girl, what you, what you doing? What you doing, huh? What you doing? We in the middle of Marshalls. It's Sunday. For me, it's Sunday. Anyway, uh, so also shout out to Marshalls because y'all always got my Pumas on deck. You know what I'm saying? I fucked up. Fucks with Pumas heavy, yo. Marshall be having some Pumas, yo. Anyway, uh, what's the next uh, thing we was going to talk about? Uh, it was... Oh, so yeah, during my time off, that was pretty much uh, everything I was doing. I was working. I was um, becoming very friendly to cannabis. I did have a cannabis issue for a little bit, though. I smoked the whole time because I was like, I was trying to like, oh, you know, when you do a lot, right? Sometimes you, your body starts to break down and you got to forget, yo, my body breaking down right now. I'm just going to get high and go do what I got to do. So I know I smoked a lot, a little bit, but we chilling, just like I was telling Joe. I was like, yo, um, after I went, like, full-time on my job and stuff like that, I just, like, I calmed down a lot. I was just like, yo. I guess it's the fact that I could get it now when I want to. It's like, I don't really care anymore. You know, it's almost like that one girl that you was, like, really, really head over the heels with for because she was, like, this exotic beast, and then you finally hit it, and she was, like, a starfish in bed, right? You're like, you know what? It's okay. Nah, I won't say... Okay, let me not say that. Weed's not like the starfish chick. She, it's like the girl who tried, but she just don't have enough experience to really get the job done. There we go. But you're still going to give her a chance because she'll let you hit. <laughs> 
And if the guy tells you he don't know what that means, you're a goddamn liar. All right, he knows exactly what that means. Okay, you'd be like, oh, she's whack, but she don't let me hit. And you know, until that one hit you up, I know how to ride like a motherfucking stallion. But that's besides the point. Anyway, make sure you go on my um inst- my Instagram, Matt Spelling, to see the goddamn post that um Joe keeps trying to put up. That keeps getting his ass banned off Instagram. <laughs> I've been telling. Okay, so if you've been watching Lovely Important, you go even. We gonna make this into a clip. I said, if you've been watching Lovely Important, I've been. Joe loves this one scene of me, right, where I gets really freaky during the goddamn web series. Now, the first three times he put it up, I said, okay, whatever. Joe milked it for a year, bro. Like a year. Joe was like, he kept banging on that damn door. Every every five seconds, I got some shorty leg in the air. I got some shorty leg in the air. My back out. I guess I'm like, yo, I'm greased up, kissing. I'm like, I was just like, yo, I don't even want to go IG no more. <laughs> it's like, I'm about to block Joe. <laughs> yo, finally, IG was like, oh, this is wild, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so they banned that shit. It was that one. Hey, I think if you have it in the video, like in the middle of the clip, they can't catch it. <laughs> Yo, so make sure you uh, go check out the web series on YouTube. You hear me? Which oh, you ever start a stripper web series? I'm definitely in that one. So it even matter. All right, uh, my my character came back. He he on hard times. <laughs> Oh, before marriage. <laughs> yo, I gotta get. I'm a deep. I'm a deep black man. Shit, yo. <laughs> it's gonna be funny, yo. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be yeah, yo. We might have to just do that, Joe. We might have to just be on some shit. Like, you know what? Let's just make a whole bunch of videos, right? And we just make multiple characters of us. Yeah. They're just fucking. <laughs> That'd be the greatest thing ever. Till till people be like, yo, I want to get. I want to be in that. Oh, you want to pay me? Like we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna write it down. We're gonna figure this out, yo. But yo, go how long we've been on it? I don't know. I don't even know. Thirty. Oh, it's like a time zone up in here. Yo, guys, it it feels amazing to be back on the fucking mic. All right. I'm gonna try to get um I gotta get my people I gotta get you guys on before I get anybody else on. Now, I've been saying that for a minute. I've been saying I was like, you know, I'm not gonna get anyone else on. But till Joe and Zane's on first, okay, and then I'll start the process. I have people, yes, definitely have a pipeline too, because I definitely have people who wants to jump on the um on on the interview. And then also, since we're gonna be pushing again, okay, uh, if you want to be part of the lovely important nonsense podcast, and you want to be interviewed, or you have funny stories, or whatever, and you want to, you can email it. Like if you have a funny ass story, you could DM me or um, email it. Or if you want to even be, you have something going on, and you want. You want to be part of the Lovely Important Nonsense podcast and be featured, start getting your face featured on stuff. Hit the Lovely Important Nonsense podcast at Gmail or hit the DMs on Instagram. Uh, or you can hit my man, um, uh, Superman over here, uh, <laughs> Joe Overino. <laughs> Hit up, you know what? Don't hit him up. Hit up Jersey Media. If you hit up Jersey Media on Instagram too. That's how that 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 account is safe, okay. And then you you can um, get in contact with me, and we'll we'll make it all happen, okay. Guys, this been the lovely point Nazis podcast, and I'm back on the mic. I'm still the best in fucking Jersey to do it, and we out. <laughs>